and welcome to the She's Friendly podcast, where I expand on some of the bits and pieces in the newsletter. I'm Courtney King. Eventually, I see the podcast feed diversifying, but for episode two, where we are right now, together, I returned to Hot or Not. But before I get to the winners, I just want to say, because I'm talking to you right now, and you're listening to me right now, that if you're interested in joining me for an episode, send me an email. And or if you have a question anonymously or non-anonymously, non-anonymously, there is a form where you can submit. I'll list everything in the episode description, the very convenient place where all things come beep beep to gather. So look there. On to the voting results for hot or not. Hot winner, Showgirls, the film. Second place, Shania Twain, yes. I am also surprised that she did not win, but that doesn't mean we won't talk about Shania Twain later. Not today, not in this episode, but later, because Shania Twain, it's like one of those and I mean this very respectfully, it's like a filler word. Like you're always kind of filling your space with Shania Twain. Winner for the not category. Selecting your size on the internet. It seems we all have some feelings about this, and I'm glad we do. Second place, a specific type of jean short. Jean shorts, jean short, jean shorts. You have to know, I hope you have to know what jean short I am referring to. I am picturing the jean short that comes from the long line, the DNA of Abercrombie and Fitch, of Hollister, of maybe the the knockoff version from Forever 21. I can't remember if within this back-to-back recalling, I've said 2003, but 2003, it has to be 2000-ish three. And these are the shorts that challenge you to figure out how to sit comfortably and how to walk upstairs without kind of feeling like the bottom of your butt is catching a breeze. And when you sit in them, they either cut off your legs, they either cut off your stomach, or they kind of like roll together and in the crotch zone, kind of just like, Ugh! and it's uncomfortable. And I don't know if I ever actually owned them. I feel like I was always borrowing them from friends who had all of the Abercrombie and Fitch tank tops as well. Very long tank tops. Yeah, these are these are not shorts for me, but I've seen them look good and I've wished to look good in them. And all I want right now are jean shorts that are long. I'm not saying like Bermuda shorts, but I do want some long shorts, long jean shorts that are a bit more baggy. (laughs) Still fitted around the waist, but give me some like space around my thighs. And that, I guess, kind of quickly sums up a specific type of jean short. And if you have a suggestion If you have a pair of jean short that you wear and you're like, 
these are the ones. Please send them to me or um, wear them in front of me. Let's get into Showgirls, Hot Winner. I don't know if you know what Showgirls is, so I'm going to get us to the same page by referring to IMDb. Showgirls came out in 1995. Their singular summary sentence about the movie is, Carefree young drifter Nomi, spelled N-O-M-I, arrives in Las Vegas, Nevada to become a dancer and sets about clawing her way to the top of the Vegas Showgirls. This movie received a rating of 5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 23%. And if you search it on the internet, most of the content is around how it kind of ruined Elizabeth Berkeley's career and how the movie was not received well. It is a really weird movie. The second, I think, pointed star is Kyle MacLachlan. I've read that he did not know. Like, he watched the movie in the theater at the premiere and was like, oh, God, this movie is bad. Like, he thought it was good the entire time. To be fair, I watched this in high school and recently watched it like a month ago, less than a month ago. In high school, I was like, yeah, this movie is wildly weird and bad and a month ago I was like this movie is wildly weird and I really like it so I don't I don't know I think it's having a change (laughs) but it's still a very strange movie and I urge you to like kind of steal up for that um but I discovered this movie not by actually watching it but through the internet. I don't know if you know what that is. In high school, for me, YouTube was just basically establishing itself. It was mainly lyric videos. That's where I found out and memorized the lyrics for Kelly Clarkson, Since You've Been Gone, and um, the hit Rihanna um, Umbrella, Under My Umbrella. And I guess the other things for me on YouTube, were searching for sex scenes because I just didn't really get what it was. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. So I googled sex scenes and was pushed to YouTube and discovered the infamous sex scene in Showgirls. I know it's weird to say, but I, I, I think you should look it up. It is really hard to describe without physicality. Um, Elizabeth Berkeley, Nomi, and Kyle McLaughlin, who's playing a character named Zach, who has the like funniest bangs, um, are having sex in his Las Vegas pool. And there's a lot of water. I'm definitely worried about BV. I'm definitely worried about infections. And they are having sex. And I just think the proportions are really strange, like where her body is placed. Also, there's a lot of like, I think it's, I mean, I think it's been described as like a fish kind of flapping out out of water, but she's obviously in water. It's just, it's very active. 
And I just want you to give me a like space, like just to, to remember that I saw this scene when I was like between the ages of 14 and 16. And I was like, sex. Hmm. So it's just something like I couldn't look away from. I was like very intrigued by, but I was terrified of. And that honestly is how I came to this movie. I think the directors come out recently to say that most of the choices that Elizabeth Berkeley made as the character Nomi were his, but she just got, she got like slashed. Most of the Googling now results in articles about how it ruined Elizabeth Berkeley's career. But watching it now, it's very impressive. It's so off-putting and it's very committed and it's very angular. If you're at all interested in how people use their bodies and are trying to communicate passively or actively, this is a great study. Um, her demeanor is perplexing. And I I guess I highly suggest watching this movie, but like I did it over, I think, a three to four day period in like chunks. I think it might be a long movie. But either way, I just kind of needed breaks. But yeah, it's a very good, strange movie. I will add to that sentence, that summary sentence from IMDb, that Nomi, although it's cool, cute to say that she clawed her way to the top, I really feel like she more so pushed her way to the top. Just sheer will and uh, f- actual physical pushing. She, she, she does get to the top, but spoiler alert, she doesn't like the top. I think my other favorite part of this movie, just to close out Showgirls, is this I consider to be somewhat famous scene where Nomi, she's going in for an audition, or maybe she's just had a good day, and she made a lot of money, and she purchases a dress from Versace and then goes into an audition, and she's exiting it, having talked to a group of, I think, three people, I think, landing the job. And they're like, love what you're wearing. And then she goes, thanks, it's Versace. And they say nothing. They just kind of like do a bit of a smirk and then she leaves the room she's going to the elevator and Kyle McLaughlin's character is coming through with his fucking crazy bangs and he's like you look good and she's like thanks it's Versace and he's like Versace and then her face is like oh and I identify with um, that feeling of talking to a room full of people who didn't tell you that you were making a mistake. And I also identify with the moment where someone corrects you and you're like, okay, good, great. So now I, I, I only call Versace Versace. And obviously I am always referring to Versace. So um, I use the word all the time. And that's on Showgirls, girls. Let's talk about why selecting your size on the internet 
is a knot. On my phone, I have a notes app. And in that notes app, I have created a grid or graph or grid with my measurements. I do not update this. I do not contribute to it unless completely necessary, but I still refer to it. And the reality is when I'm selecting a size on the internet, I do not feel confident. (laughs) I don't. I am always in between. I have tried on garments and felt so confident and then my like my legs just don't go through them or my arms don't fit or my hips are like "Mm, no my torso is in the wrong place they expected it to be somewhere else um so all of this to say I try but selecting my size on the internet just feels impossible. Uh, It feels like you have to risk something. Um, And if you don't want to risk something, then maybe you're purchasing two of the same thing, and then you have to go through the process of returning the one that didn't fit, and it's work, all of it's work. Sometimes this pushes me to go to the mall. Let's go to the mall. I don't like the mall. I don't know if you like the mall. I don't like the mall. When I go, I try to put up blinders. I listen to music or a podcast and I kind of like squeeze myself in and try to quickly navigate. And like I will weave around people just to get to my destination faster. I avoid samples. I try not to (laughs) breathe as I'm going past like all of the scent heavy stores that feel like they're just like wafting and people really get dressed up for the mall and they also put smells on. And I'm just like, this place is so stinky, so stinky. And then when you get to the place, there's going to be someone who's like, would you like to try that on? Do I want me to set up a room? Do I want me to take that? Do you um, know who you are? And I'm like, I don't, please don't. I don't. Um, but yeah, I would like to try that on please in two sizes. And so I will go to the mall because of that. I also go to the mall because of time management. I will need something in two days, not four to seven days, depending on shipping. And therefore I end up at a mall. Um, if you see me at a mall, you can talk to me, but just know I'll, I think I will feel frazzled. I can't control that. I think some of this all, the sizing stuff, the mall stuff, it's connected to childhood and going to the mall with my mom, going back to school shopping. Um, When I was younger, I was shaped like a gray metal pole that if you weren't paying attention, you'd walk right into. I didn't really develop like fullness to my body until I think mid-college. So I think just getting to know my body, and this is not a new revelation, and I don't think it's a final statement, but I think getting to know my body is ongoing, it's infinite, and that is really, it can be very tiring. It can be very disappointing in multiple ways. Um, It can also be incredibly exciting and comforting and I don't know, something else that feels deep and good, but 
when it comes to sizing because it's so rigid and because so much emotion goes into it, it can just feel bad. And I am not saying I'm not good, that I'm not doing good when I try on clothes, but I think that some of that gets dosed in to how I try on clothes and how I interact with getting dressed and I'm always working on it and long-term goal is to like fully love my whole body in all the clothes that I decide to put on it but yeah so that's some of the reasons why selecting my size on the internet is a not I'm sure it will develop and change and maybe I don't know, maybe I will update my notes app and take more measurements and it will actually get a little bit easier. (laughs) This has been an episode of the She's Friendly podcast and I'm Courtney King. You can subscribe to the newsletter at she'sfriendly.substack.com and find me on Instagram at Courtney FJ King. Thank you for reading and thank you for listening. Thank you.